Hi, I'm Steve, and this is the Train Professionals Podcast. beautiful Monday morning. Um, so here's how this is going to work. Uh, it's the off season for football, so there's no games really to talk about. We're mainly a football podcast, but we're, we love all sports. So um, I'm just going to kind of give you a rundown of what's going on, of everything in the standings, and um, then I'm going to have some news, and I'm going to give my opinions about it. Um, okay, so... Here are the standings for baseball in the NL East. Leading it are the New York Mets. They are 16 and 13. Uh, second, Philadelphia uh, Phillies, uh, 18 and 17. Uh, the Braves, 17 and 17. The Miami Marlins, 15 and 18. And in last place is the Washington Nationals, 13 and 17. In the NL Central, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals lead it. Uh, they are 21 and 14. The Milwaukee Brewers are second, 19 and 16. The Chicago Cubs are 500 at 17 and 17. The Cincinnati Reds are 16 and 16. And in dead last is the Pittsburgh Pirates at 14 and 20. In the NL West, the San Francisco Giants are 20 and 14. Uh, San Diego Padres are in second. Uh, 19 and 16. The Dodgers are in third, 18 and 17. The Arizona Diamondbacks are in fourth at 15 and 19. And the Colorado Rockies are in dead last at 12 and 22. They got to be the worst team in the league. No one expected this division to shake up like that with the Giants in first. We'll see how long it lasts. Um, now for the AL East, the Boston Red Sox are in first place. Uh, at 22 and 14, that's surprising. The New York Yankees are 18 and 16. Tampa Bay is 19 and 17. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays are 17 and 16. And in last is the Baltimore Orioles at 16 and 19. The AL Central, Chicago White Sox are 19 and 13. The Cleveland Indians are 18 and 14. The Kansas City Royals are 16 and 17. Minnesota Twins are 12 and 20. And the Detroit Tigers are 10 and 24. And last but not least, the AL West. The Oakland A's are 21 and 15. The Houston Astros are 18 and 16. Uh, the Seattle Mariners are 18 and 17. Texas Rangers are 18 and 18, and the LA Angels are 15 and 18. So that's the rundown of the standings. Um, surprising to me, I already said it, is the NL West with the Giants of all teams leading it, uh, and the Padres and Dodgers. I, I would have expected the Dodgers to be on top just because of their offense. Um, San Diego is doing quite well with their pitching core. Uh, Arizona, a little disappointing there um, at 15 and 19, but um, I don't think they have the bats for it. Zach Allen is a pretty good pitcher there. Uh, who else? Oh, Boston Red Sox coming in at the top of the AL East. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think the Yankees are the same team that everyone, you know, remembers them being. <laughs> kind of. They're not... I mean, I know they're in second, but they just haven't looked the same. Eh. <laughs> ah. Sorry about that. And then Toronto has been a little disappointing. That's my team. Um... The bats just haven't been there. And the pitching core has always been the problem. Um, What are you going to do? The White Sox are really good. And the Mets at the top of the NL. uh, NL East is quite impressive. Atlanta at third. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Now let's move on to our hockey standings. Or actually, sorry. Basketball standings. Uh, In the Western Conference, currently as the playoff picture stands, the 10th seed is the sec, um, San Antonio Spurs, and the 9th seed is the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they would have a playoff. Um, they would have a play-in. Um, and then the 7th seed is the LA Lakers, and the 8th seed is the Golden State Warriors. They would also have a play-in. Um, and the 1st seed is the Utah Jazz. Uh, the third se- or the second seed is the Phoenix Suns. The third seed is the LA Clippers. Fourth seed Denver Nuggets. Fifth seed Dallas Mavericks. And sixth seed uh, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I, I mean, I don't follow basketball that closely at all. Uh, it's only for fantasy purposes, really. But the Jazz being on top—that's quite—it's quite the important surprise. Um, so that's what's going on in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Uh, the 10th seed is the Washington Wizards, which is really surprising to me. Um, ninth, ninth seed is the Indiana Pacers. Eighth seed is the Charlotte Hornets. And the 17th seed is the Boston Celtics. Uh, Pacers and Wizards would have a plan. And the uh, Hornets and Celtics would have a plan. Both the 7-8... Uh, both the 7-8 playing uh, play games are quite interesting with the Lakers going against the Warriors and the Celtics going against the Hornets. I, I love both those uh, series. Okay, number one seed is the Philadelphia 76ers. That doesn't surprise me. They've been playing great. Uh, second seed is the Brooklyn Nets. Um, also doesn't surprise me. They're insane. Um Third seed is the Milwaukee Bucks. Fourth seed, the New York Knicks. Wow, way to go, Knicks. Uh, Fifth seed, Atlanta Hawks. And sixth seed, Miami Heat. And that's it for the basketball standings. I don't really have much to say. The Wizards being in the play-in, it's just surprising to me considering the fact that... Well, I mean, yeah, I think the West is just better than the East, honestly. I mean... The Grizzlies are the ninth seed there, and the the Pacers are the... Yeah, I, I mean, like, they're good and all, but still. All right, in hockey, here are the, how the standing goes. In the Scotia North, Toronto has clinched the, the division. Uh, in second is Edmonton. Uh, third is Winnipeg. Fourth is the Habs, who just clinched the playoffs yesterday. Fifth is Calgary. Sixth is Ottawa. And seventh is Vancouver. In the Discover Central, uh, Hurricanes have clinched that division. Uh, Florida is second. Uh, Tampa Bay is third. And Nashville is fourth. All three of those have clinched the division. Fifth is Dallas. Er, sorry, not the division. The playoffs. Fifth is Dallas. Sixth is Chicago. Seventh is Detroit. Eighth is Columbus. This division has been pretty competitive all year. Um, in the Honda West, 
no one has clinched the division yet. Um, Colorado has... Uh, what is that? I think there's three games left. I think there's 56 games, yeah. Uh, so they have three games left, so they got to win out, and Vegas is at 54. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think Vegas is going to clinch this division. Okay, so... At sitting on top is Vegas, second is Colorado, third is Minnesota, fourth is St. Louis Blues, uh, fifth is all. Uh, by the way, every uh, all the top seeds have clinched the playoffs. Fifth is Arizona, sixth is San Jose, seventh is the LA Kings, and eighth is the Anaheim Ducks. All right, now let's get into the Mass Mutual East. Sitting on top, the Pittsburgh Penguins, who have clinched the division. That's a little surprising this year. Um, they're good. That, that's all I can say. Um, second is the Washington Capitals. Third is the Boston Bruins. Fourth is the New York Islanders. All four of the top teams there I just read have clinched the playoffs. Uh, fifth is the New York Rangers. Sixth is the Philadelphia Flyers. Seventh is the New, New Jersey Devils. And eighth are my Buffalo Sabres, who are also dead last in the NHL. Okay, those are the standings uh, on 5-11-2021, May 11th, 2021. All right, let's get into some news. Let's start off with some football. Left tackle Eric Fisher signs a one-year deal worth up to $9.4 million to replace Anthony Costanzo. Um... This is a great signing for the Colts to protect Wentz, um, to offer him protection that really he didn't have in Philadelphia. He was running around, like, a lot of the times. Look, I I know I'm a Wentz lover, but I think he can uh, still do it. Um, They also have Quentin Nelson on the line. Um, So that'll really lock it up. This is also a great deal for 30-year-old Fisher. Um, He could show he's still dominant while he's on the Colts and possibly earn a long-term deal with them or somewhere else. Um, And then (laughs) less important news. Uh, The Jaguars signed 33-year-old Tim Tebow to a one-year deal as a tight end. What where what, what world are we living in that this is actually a thing? Um, yeah, I mean like, I posted something on my story last night. Like, uh, it's like Peter Griffin and um, Joe sitting at the table, and uh, it's like, you know, Peter Griffin gets out an air horn. It's like ESPN <laughs> talking about Tim Tebow being signed by the Jaguars. Like, it's not that big a deal, but still, it's Tim Tebow being signed by signed by the Jaguars. Like. <laughs> What is this? I mean, this might even be, like, bigger news than, like, Trevor Lawrence being drafted by them, which is absolutely crazy. Um, What do I think about this? Nothing, really. Just God bless him. And uh, good luck to him, you know. Maybe he'll uh, be a second tight end on the roster. Who knows? Um, I think Tyler Eifert is the other tight end there. We'll see. Um... That's all that's going on in football today. Uh, baseball, two big, huge, big, huge, two huge news stories. The number four overall prospect, Jared Kalenic, to make a debut for Seattle Mariners Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. When would that, when would the date be for that? Uh, Thursday, May 14th. So, I mean, if you're interested in that, um, that's when the Mariners uh, are going to start this guy. Um, 
yeah, it's always cool to see prospects in their first games. I mean, everyone gets all excited about it, and then they don't do really that great. <laughs> um, I remember watching Joe Adele's first game for the Angels. He's hasn't been doing so great at all. He hasn't really improved much. Um, and then... I think more important news, Jacob deGrom has hit the 10-day IL with right side tightness. What does that even mean? I don't know. Um, actually, they, they planned on uh, him hitting it today. Um, let me check real quick if they have actually put him on the list. Uh, da, 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 da. And they have not yet. Um, it's 8 o'clock a.m. Um, not too much cause for concern. He's going to probably miss one start within those 10 days, maybe two. Um, so if you have him on fantasy, I'd say put him on the IL and pick up, uh, my fantasy player to pick up this for today is Dylan Cease of the Chicago White Sox. Um, he's been pitching great and... Uh, I think he had like 11 strikeouts in his last outing, which is absolutely bonkers. Uh, So I would say pick him up. Um, Third, basketball. Jalen Brown to miss the rest of the season with wrist injury. Okay. Basketball players are so fragile. Like, it's a wrist injury. Like, come on, man. Like, play through something, right? I I don't know. If it's like a broken wrist, then sure. But, uh, like... Here, let me read to you, like, all of these names who are injured in basketball, a non-contact sport. These are all the players. Jalen Brown, Zion Williamson, Shai Gilligas-Alexander, Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner. Uh, here we go. Miles Bridges, John Wall, Jamal Murray, Mitchell Robinson. Like, it... It's crazy. These are all the these are all like top players who are all out for the rest of the season. Uh, I mean, seriously, like I, I don't know. I just think I, I mean ACL tears. Sure, I, I get that, but basketball is a non-contact sport, and just look at how many injuries there are in it. I I just find it baffling. Um, oh, and last but not least, pretty big news. Uh, Russell Westbrook passes Oscar Robertson to become all-time leader for triple-doubles. Um, it was bound to happen eventually. I mean, the guy just picks him up just about every game. I mean, seriously, it's it's insane. So uh, kudos to Russell Westbrook for that. Now, last but not least, most exciting, I would say, today... Um, maybe besides baseball, I don't know how exciting it is to see Jacob DeGrom being injured. Um, craziness happening in Buffalo. Uh, I'll, I'll start with this. The Habs made the playoffs yesterday. Uh, congratulations to them. I think uh, it was bound to happen. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Habs. Uh, Eric Stahl is on the team now, and I don't really like him for what he did in Buffalo. Um, but good luck to them. Okay. This is huge for my team. Jack Eichel, uh, Rasmus Ristolainen, and Sam Reinhart all won out of Buffalo. They, they, I mean, we knew this about Ristolainen for a while. He was begging for trades for a while there. And, like, just, like, <laughs> it, it just sucks. It sucks that it has to be like that. Um, it sucks that... I, it, my team, man. I swear. Do, let me let me read this to you, okay? Here, here's one of Eichel's quotes. Um, 
Jack Eichel on him and the Sabres. I've got to do what's best for me, and they've got to do what's best for them. There's a lot to the process. I'm sure these conversations will be had, and things will go from there. Um, goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, oh, here's another one right here. Uh, it's been a, There's been a bit of a disconnect from the organizations a bit and myself. It's been tough at times. Uh, right now, I think what's most important, the most important thing is try, just trying to get healthy and figure out a way to be available to play hockey next year, wherever that might be. Like, uh, uh, oh, oh, and, 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 by the way, the guy has a herniated disc in his neck. Like, that, I mean, this is something that could really affect him for the future. And there's a dispute between him and, him and the Sabres whether or not he can get surgery on the thing. He doesn't even have control over his own body in his contract. He says, like, uh, it, so uh, they asked him about the final say on the treatment methods in which he uh, in which he could take care of the herniated disc in his neck. Um and they said, he said, it doesn't work like that. I wish I'm under contract with, th- with this team. And they definitely hold a lot of cards on what I can and can't do. What's the benefit to not having him get the surgery? The, trading camp is months away. The season is over. I mean, why didn't he get it earlier either? We were out of the playoffs a long time ago. What are we doing here? What are we doing? This is not, I, I mean, I, I like... The only argument I can think of is we we're, we want him gone and we don't want to pay for the surgery. But what type of reputation are you building for yourself? I mean, we're already a bad team. What makes people want to come here when they know that they're going to get injured, get herniated discs in their meth, in their necks, and the Sabres are too cheap to even pay for it? What 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 are we doing? What are we doing here? B- Buffalo, get it together. This is the reason why we're in this situation, okay? This is the reason why no one wants to ever come with to us, besides the fact that we're bad. Besides the fact that no one... The, just the reason why they don't want to come here is because we're cheap, and it's disgusting. Like, it's disgusting how cheap we are. Terry Pagula came here. He said he'll just dig another mine if he wants, or whatever. Uh, dig another well if he wants to make more money to pay for for stuff. I, it's, I mean, come on now. Like, ugh. it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Uh, not to mention Sam Reinhart, who has easily been the best player on the Sabres this year. Um, he wants out too. Uh, hang on, let me pull up a quotation from him. Sam Reinhart, finishing another season, it's mostly just disappointment on the forefront of the mind. And it's tougher, it's almost tougher this year for me personally, feeling good towards the end of the year, feeling like my game was in a good place. To be not playing any meaningful game down the stretch and into the playoffs, definitely disappointing right now. In terms of the future, don't really have much for you right now. I'm going to take some time, and that stuff's going all going to get figured out when the time comes. No one wants to go through the rebuild, especially going into the next year turning 26 at the start of it or close to the start of it. It's tough not being able to play meaningful games down the stretch. Oh my gosh. This is, this is, this does not bode well for us. Um, 
think I saw a meme yesterday. It was something like, uh, oh, we thought, like, you know, the regular season was bad, and then the offseason came. Like, it's... Uh, it just gets worse in Buffalo. Yeah, you know, I can't get any worse from here, right? Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, as for what I would personally want in a Jack Eichel trade deal, um, I think the number one trade partner right now is probably the uh, LA Kings. Uh, Quinton Byfield, Alex Turcotte, and two first-round picks for Jack Eichel. Um, that sounds like a heck of a haul, but the thing is, Jack Eichel has proved himself to be a great player, and none of those assets have. Um, I would be extremely happy with that deal. The Sabres hold the cards right now for the next like 12 months, and then Alex, or Alex Jack Eichel's no-trade clause kicks into his contract. I mean, oh, and the guy is signed through 2026, so you have him for the next five years. Um, who else would I be willing to trade for? Cal Peterson. We need some goalies on that team. Uh, the other trade partner that keeps coming up, we don't need really that much depth at center because now we have Casey Middlestat and Dylan Cousins for the top two, maybe. Uh, Sam Reinhart and Jack Eichel are gone. Um, so we could trade for Lafreniere. Uh, Shesterkin and maybe a first for Eichel. And then, I mean, but why would Eichel want to do that? Because all of those teams are still rebuilding. Um, as for Sam Reinhart, we could sign to one-year deal. Um, I heard one of the options yesterday. We could just keep both of them on the team and say, all right, this is it, boys. If we're not doing anything this year, uh, Sam, we're trading you at the deadline, and Eichel, we're trading you after the season. Um Sorry, boys, for wasting your time. <laughs> no one blames them for wanting out. No one does, because this has just been absolutely atrocious. Um, and I, I, if I keep talking about it, my blood pressure is going to keep going up. All right. That's all I have for you today. Thank you again for listening. Um, I hope you all like this format. I enjoyed doing this. Um, just kind of the daily updates about stuff. Um just, you know, about the standings, about what's going on um, in the league. So, yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and I will talk to you tomorrow.